Well, greetings and salutations, one and all, to another fun-filled episode of the Super Review Show's Mixed Bag, coming to you live once again from many different caves. As always, I am joined by the incredible star-filled super califragilistic x super panel of the Super Review Show crew. Bill, Justin, Nally here again. How are we doing, guys? Hello. We are back after we are back after getting out of our turkey comas from last week. Yes, happy Thanksgiving to all of our American viewers. Hopefully you had a wonderful Thanks. holiday week. And stay tuned for everything else coming up for the rest of the year. Oh, yes. Can it's you be a good time. Our, before you know it, it's going to be our Christmas special. Whatever it may be. Stay Still. tuned. Next week is December. No. Crazy. Two days is December. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, Friday's December 1st. Yikes! Literally, I'll explain something that's going to be happening with me and the super review show after our mix back. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah. That aside, we got a great show for you tonight. Yes, Bill is leading this one tonight. So, Bill, what do you got for us? Okay, we got great one. We got fireworks. We got we got fireworks. We got marching there. We got dancing women. We got everything. No, we don't have that. That wasn't in the budget. You, um, you wasted the budget, Phil, on your Christmas party. <laughs> I, oh, yes, that's for the Christmas party. I totally forgot. It's going to be great this year. Um. Anyway, so, you know, this year we had the phenomenon known as Barbenheimer. Ah, Barbenheimer. yes. Oh, yes. Barbenheimer. Good times. I have partaken in this Barbenheimer. I have halfly partaken in Barbenheimer. Barbie. So, so we thought about what other big movies came out on the same day. So you know what? We're going to have a little fun tonight with this. Are you ready for some fun? Y'all yeah. ready for this? Do 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 Besides, Bill is off key enough. Come on, what? Okay. So anyway, before something. (laughs) Okay. We now I proudly present. Uh Oh, here we go. I got the PowerPoint. Oh boy, a PowerPoint. The most dangerous thing in the world. The what? The most dangerous thing in the world. How is this the most dangerous thing in the world? Because you're sitting there listening to a PowerPoint. Well, you should all go watch my SIN PowerPoint I did on the Kennedy assassination. It's effect on foot. Shameless plug. Go watch it. It's great. Um. Okay. So what we're going to do here, we're going ha- to have some fun here. We're going to have two movies that were released on the same day, and we're going to talk about which one we would see, and maybe a discussion about the movies in general. Okay. Are you uh, folks ready? Go for it. Let's do okay, it. Okay, we're going to start off easy. We're going to start off nice and easy. It's December 2015. We're just getting ready for the holidays, and... Something monumental is happening. For the first time in 12 years, uh, 12 in 10 Uh-oh. years, doink. 
A oh, new Star Wars movie is coming out. The Force Awakens is out. And it's those and it's being accompanied by three rodents. Now who would want to watch the chipmunks? That's my question. Yeah, that's seriously. Like you could No, you could have picked a different option than this. And you know this is too We're easy. starting off okay, they're gonna get harder as we go along. Okay. You could have made a challenge to begin with. Next to the Chipmunks movie, and it would still be an easy answer. Okay. Yeah, well, thank you for but anyway. But anyway, okay, you know what? I'll throw something else into this then. Will that make everyone happy? Go ahead. Yes, give me a challenge, Bill. There was actually another movie that came out that a lot of people forgot about that starred Tina Fey and Amy Bowler called Sisters. Sisters. Oh. I remember that. I remember that, I remember that one. And if I remember correctly, did it or did it not outgross Chipmunks? It probably did. Right. You want to look that up for me, Justin, mainly because I... I'll look it up for you. Can't so now we okay, have three so, options for this. So it's either Sister Star Wars or Alvin and the Chipmunks. Okay, Star Wars has a... It's Star Wars. It's one of those iconic things everyone knows. You hear now, the dun, 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 This is the question I want to ask you. Like, are we taking our present feelings about the movie into account? Like, I had my feelings back then, and I have my feelings now. They are two different feelings. If you want to talk about both of them, then you're more than welcome to. Okay. So, regardless, I would not see the road. Uh, I almost said the road Chip show. show. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not seeing uh, Chipwrecked. Um... I do not like them. If those voices make me want to just rip my ears off. If I'm going by today, my today opinions of The Force Awakens, I would actually see Sisters. Really? And that's because the later installments of the franchise soured me to the to The Force Awakens so much. I mean, soured me to the whole uh, trilogy so much that I, I really... The Force Awakens doesn't really do much for me anymore. Like, it's it shot well, it's acted well. Um, practical sets and all that. But aside from that, the story was wasted. Hmm. Well, if you were to take my past feeling and just to this day, I still, I still enjoy the Force Awakens. Past feelings, I would have gone with Star Wars, but I still enjoyed the Force Awakens. But a lot of people would say it was a ripoff of A New Hope. Um, but you know, it it's one of those iconic things. Like you could have never seen the movie, and you know what it is and i was super psyched to see it and with sisters you know what i kind of felt sorry for tina fey and amy poehler 
It and then movie was being bad reviews. It, it, I think it's a sixty on Rotten Tomatoes. But it is it actually. Just, I just checked. But you know, I could kind of see the justification if the guys and kids want to go see Star Wars and mom or sister, no pun intended, <laughs> want, want to go see something and not suffer through. Then I could see, then I could see the the use for sisters. And okay, that was a very poor choice of words, but I can see why they would have released it. it <laughs> oh my like, God, Bill! Okay, I've just been canceled. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> um, my apologies. Tour starts tomorrow. Hashtag cancel Bill on Twitter for years. What was that, Allie? Your apology tour has been postponed for years. Because I do something stupid. People get angry at me for about for about five minutes and then they all forget about it. It's wonderful. But what I meant was I could see why they released sisters on that day. Because you know, maybe they Yeah. But um but out in the chipmunks, I have no sympathy for the executives who made this idea, who thought this was brilliant. <laughs> Releasing it on the same day as one of the biggest movie franchises in cinema history. The person who thought that this can compete with Star Wars, because at least Sisters, they're not trying to aim for the same demographic. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I'm also considering this because Woody Allen and Chipmunks be be for more like what littler kids. Point taken, but if they thought that they can compete with one of the biggest movie franchises, I hope the person who booked that release date no longer has a job. Wow, because that was just a stupid idea. Am I right or am I wrong? No, you're right. It's just you're right. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so I would probably still see Star Wars as number one, but I would I would I would give sisters a chance. I oh, I Bill. like Tina Fey. I like Amy Poehler. I do too. One small detail. Oh great, small details. Um it wasn't uh it wasn't chipwrecked. It was the road chip. Oh, oh it was. It's okay. Anyway, it's, it's all right. It's, it's all right. The same does, does anybody really care? It's Alvin and the Chipmunks. They suck anyway. No. But yeah, I will is, say, Chipwreck did be, much better than the Road Chip did. Is anybody going to be finding out where I live over that? Yes. Nah. Send your angry email to www.getalife.com. Also, <laughs> if you want to feel even more bad for Amy Poehler, she was in Chipwrecked. Oh, no. Was, oh, God. Sorry, Amy. I still love you. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, JT, Allie, we've been monopolizing this conversation. Um, what would you guys, this Alvin Road Chip, not Chipwrecked. Thank you, Justin. You're welcome. Be Star Wars for me because, honestly, yes, even though eight and nine sucks, you still have to appreciate what they did with seven. Okay. Um, I actually appreciate eight more. Except Adam Driver killed Han Solo. 
Not cool, bro. Yeah, bro. Fake story, bro. JT? I remember clear as day when they said that Alvin and the Chipmunks was going to come out the same day as Star Wars. And I have to tell you the truth, I actually laughed. <laughs> I still laugh at it now because to, to Bill's point, <laughs> and wait a second, I got a good story to tell about this too. Uh oh. It was December 2015, and my favorite you movie. Want to see the no, absolutely not. I said, hell no to that. <laughs> I said, we're not going to go see Alvin and the Chipmunks. We're going to go see Star Wars back in theaters, baby. Let's go. Uh, no, but uh, I remember th- it's funny bringing this up as, as an example, Bill. I remember clear as day as um, as oh, my God, as my some of my YouTuber and my YouTube influences, uh, John Campy, a Christian of, of AMC and Collider movie talk, you know, rest in peace movie talk. We miss you. But Christian Harloff saw the chip Alvin and the chipmunks before he saw Star Wars just so he could do the review of it. And he, he bashed it so hard and it was so funny. I was like crying laughing at the whole thing. He's just Christian Harlow. I just want to let you know, we love you here at the Subaru show. You're incredible. And, um, but yeah, like but the fact because no one wanted to see Alvin Chipmunks because Star Wars was coming out and the, the poor executive, uh, that guy should have got fired. Let's release Alvin and the Chipmunks, a movie that can make some money for us on the same day as Star Wars, the return of the greatest franchise of all time. <laughs> you're, and like, you're a moron. <laughs> to be fair, the movie did make like two and a half times its budget back. What Ch- Chipmunks? Chipmunks said. Oh, okay, that's fair. I mean, I mean, for the for the people who didn't want to see Star Wars, they said, "Hey, yeah, one of the Chipmunks is playing. Let's go see that instead." What? Well, at least, like with Sisters, it has an audience that it could go to. Am I right, it's Justin? Like, it's like the Amy Schumer. Uh, I feel pretty audience too. You know? yeah. It was essentially them breaking even. So, um, yeah. sisters, let me check their box office. It made a hundred million dollars worldwide. You're welcome. I just checked it. <laughs> Fact checker with the J man uh, against what budget? Oh, I don't know the budget. Uh, give me one sec. Thirty-three million. That's not bad. Still a decent success. Yeah, it's not bad at all. So, don't weep too much for Amy and Tina. They're fine. No, yeah, and they're, they're, we 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 talked about them on on our mixed bag show for uh, Women's History Month. The two of them are comedic geniuses together. Oh, absolutely, oh, they are. I love they're absolutely hilarious. I'm just saying. Yeah. They'll be okay. Yeah, but their movie kind of got overshadowed. But you know what I like? They kind of like made fun of that point. Like, I don't know if you remember. I think it was the weekend it came out. They were hosting SNL. Oh, I think I remember that actually. Yeah. And they said, we're here to promote our new movie, Star Wars. Hey, you know what? And Justin, you were actually at my house when that happened. I was. And we were watching it together because we had just gotten back from you know, watching. How funny would it be if they actually had like cameos of stormtroopers, though? That'd be hilarious. But I could see JJ and Sports and saying like, "Hey, since you guys have the same movie coming out, 
I want to make a quick cameo as Storm as Stormtroopers, you know. In Star so Trek, what? <laughs> okay, so do we all got everything set on this? Are we ready to move on? Because I got a yep. bunch more to do. Yeah, okay, go ahead. you know, that's why I brought my own popcorn for this. Uh-huh. This year with Barbenheimer, it wasn't the first time Christopher Nolan went up against a blonde on opening day. Oh my. What? Damn. Here we go again. Oh god. Here here we we go go. Again. I, did I have to let you go? Yes. Oh, okay. July 18th, 2008. Uh, the Dark Knight, which some people consider the greatest superhero movie of all time, goes up against one of the most beloved musicals, Mamma Mia. Okay. Oh. Unlike with the album Are Chipmunks here. Are you playing a movie to start the IMAX presentation? This is insane. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, if I had like the film background I had back then, get a little wise there with your words, aren't you? (laughs) IMAX biggest screen possible then a second time in the Dolby Theater I have to say this was I didn't see it in theaters when it first came out Justin knows the story and I'm not going to get into it here but I saw it three times No, when, we, when they re-released The Dark Knight Rises we saw it in theaters. Remember, Justin? Yes, we saw Batman Begins, Dark Knight, and Dark Knight Rises all on the same night. That was that was about nine hours of movie. It must have been a very dark night. <laughs> Should I ruin and the joke? No ruining jokes here. Um... Should I ruin it with an even worse joke? No, no, just keep going. It's okay. Okay. But, you know, this was the movie that I would say perfect, perfected comic book movies. What do you guys think? This is what people talk about when they say an elevated comic book movie. You mean Ant-Man and the Wasp? I'm just kidding. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. (laughs) Oh, excuse me. (laughs) Sorry. That was cinema. No. <laughs> that, um, that's a film. <laughs> Martin Scorsese, two thumbs up. But um, the Dark Knight. Oh my god! Was just it was just a great movie. Period. Like that just happened to have Batman in it. Um, and there's. A couple of heightened elements to it, but for the most part, really grounded. Very grounded. Like pe- people, the the truck flip scene. A lot of oh, people yeah. when they first saw it thought that was CGI. 
and they were like, oh, that looks so fake. That is so fake. Then they see the behind-the-scenes footage and see, see they actually flipped that flipping truck! Yes, I self-censored on purpose because I really wanted to say flipping on that. <laughs> he really flipped that joke. It's something to flip out about, isn't it? I flip off. <laughs> hey, PG-13. Alright, JT, Ali, your guys' thoughts? Ali, you go first. I got a lot to say um, here. I mean, I'll be honest. I mean, I haven't seen it really in either one of these in theaters. But I just feel like, for me, growing up, definitely Mamma Mia was on. My family was... My mom and my little sister were obsessed with the Mamma Mia movie. And now it's like, I have not seen Dark Knight yet. But Dang. maybe that's something I could do for the holidays. Please shut up, Bill. <laughs> I think the two gentlemen here will agree with me on this matter. Oh, again, feminism here. Family with mostly girls in the household. She raises a valid point there, pal. Look, yeah, you that's feminism. what you get, Bill. That is literally better, to you. Wrong, better chick flex, that's all. Yeah. Let's see, you the Joker what? or Mama Mia? I don't know. <laughs> well, you don't know, unlike... you know, be another story. Yeah. Unlike... Got my dad. What was that, Bill? Unlike with Alvin and the Chipmunks and Star Wars, here I think you can make a slightly stronger argument. And that is because Mamma Mia was at the time a very popular musical. Oh very... my god. What was you that? And comic book movies weren't yet the box office juggernauts that they were. And, you know, this movie, you know, I think it was already heightened up, The Dark Knight, but we all know what really hyped it up more, sadly. Yeah. The untimely passing of Heath Ledger. Yeah. Because yeah. But, um, so and I think, and, and I think the release dates were kind of agreed upon before Ledger's timely passing. Mm. So, but it, but you know what? This was also, you know, because unlike having the Chipmunks, Mama Mia was a very popular musical at the time. So this has an audience. Mm -hmm. And females, female directors. But I will say this though: this was during that two thousands musical film boom when you had Phantom of the Opera in 2004, you had Rent in 2005, both of them didn't really do that great. Yeah, that's right. Yes, a lot of those uh, Broadway musical to film adaptations in the 2000s, not all that good. You had, you know, 2007, you had, well, you know, you had, was it 2002? You had the producer. And you got Wicked coming up in 2024. I'm interested to see that. Um, you know, you had the producers in 2005, also along with Rent. You also had 2007, you had Hairspray and Sweeney Todd. Yeah, Hairspray. Which, in my opinion, I think Sweeney, Sweeney Todd is probably the best. most successful of the bunch. No, I would say it's the best out of all of them. Yeah. And, and also in 2008, you had Mamma Mia. Because, you know, this was also a time when the musical 
the Broadway adaptations into movies were kind of hit and miss. Hmm. Were kind of hit and miss at this time. While comic book movies were just starting to get big because after the abomination known as Batman and Robin, you know, I would say even going back to like X-Men or the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies really bought comic book movies back from the dead. X-Men yeah, 2000, baby. Thing from 2005 to 2007, and even a little bit in 2009, you still had the remnants of that. Um, the Fantastic Four, anyone? Yeah. X-Men 3, anyone? Which is not bad, but still. Yeah, but then you have this movie that didn't just bring it back from the dead, but it reached freaking Nirvana. And, and we all know you love Nirvana too, right? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm full of jokes that, tonight, ladies and gents. That band is banned from being mentioned in my presence. What? No, this was like the comic book version of the original Easter Sunday. <laughs> it has resurrected. And because I think this was 2008 was the iconic year of comic books. You had Iron Man, which started the MCU. Mm-hmm. The Incredible Hulk. And yes, you had. I did, Justin. Thank you um, for sharing that. Wow. Um, did I really miss anything in all honesty? You missed Abomination. That's about it. They kept him alive. <laughs> but and then you had, of course, the Dark Knight, which I think blasted comic book movies back into relevance. Mm-hmm. People started taking this genre more seriously, and because this movie was even considered for Best Picture, and Heath Ledger, God rest his soul, won Best Actor, Supporting Actor, and so and then Joaquin Phoenix won Best Actor. Several years later for the same role. And my my and if I had to choose, it's it's not it's not that tough of a decision, Dark Knight. JT, I'm sorry, what are your, your, your thoughts on all this? Well, I have a little bit more of a torn uh, you all have you all have said your own shares of this, and I, I don't want to go too much about like the Dark Knight and whatnot, because I listen. I am of the opinion. I'm not afraid to share my opinion because no one can tread upon your opinion, the listener. No one can tread upon your opinion because it's an opinion. No matter how popular or unpopular your opinion is, it is an opinion. You cannot tread on it. It's just your First Amendment right. So when I say that I think Christopher Nolan's a very overrated director, I really do believe that. That's just me personally. I've said that before. I'll say it again. Hear me out for a second, though. Going back to his hate boner for Nolan. <laughs> Every movie has the same tone. Damn it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, somewhat. But no. Um, look. The My answer is The Dark Knight, and here's why. <laughs> There's a couple reasons why. But one of the bigger reasons is because when Ma- with Mamma Mia, it's a great musical. It's a great, you know, play. It is, and I'm not, I'm not trying to knock that. I'm all about, like, you know, women and empowering women and whatnot. I'm not trying to sound sexist or anything when I say that either. But it's the translation to film. It's, it's, it, not all of them have been great 
I'm I, I've seen Mummy. I'm not saying it's bad either. I just I, I've seen it once and I'm like, all right, it's it's good. I just it's not as memorable as like to me it wasn't as memorable as The Dark Knight. I didn't see The Dark Knight in theaters when it came out. I was like 11 or 10 when it came out. So, um, but with the, the I'm gonna say The Dark Knight, and here's why. It has held up a lot longer in the long run since 2008. Because you go back and you and I, I haven't seen the Dark Knight trilogy in a long time. I think the last time I watched either and any one of those three films was probably about five or six years ago. I, I put it to bed. I know that it's it's a it's a great trilogy. It's a beginning, middle, and end. Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Rises. It's a beginning, middle. Hey, end. I did a movie commentary on this with you. Yes, and plug for our Super Review Show movie commentary on our YouTube channel of The Dark Knight, where I express some opinions. We actually have a whole panel of people talking about The Dark Knight movie on that on that. That trailer. was actually my first commentary I did with you. That was the first thing you ever did with me. Ever. I remember that day very clearly. Uh, we watched it for its 10-year anniversary in the 2 of 2018. But yeah, so The Dark Knight, it's funny. I mean, it, I... There's some. There's sometimes I do remember when when I did watch it though. I said, "Why is Batman even in this? It's like Batman with a. It's a cop movie with Batman in it." When in reality, you know, because the title could almost be just almost be deceiving in that aspect where it's like it's the dark the Dark Knight. It's it's Batman, but it's not like, you know, oh wait, it's two the Dark Knight. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like it's 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 got Batman in it. Like oh, it's got Batman. It's got the Joker. But really, it's like it's like a cop drama in a certain aspect. So. I don't know. I've talked about the Dark Knight trilogy. I've talked about Christopher Nolan a lot, and I and I've shed my opinion about why he. I I don't think he's majorly overrated. I just think he's like overhyped a little bit too much, like by some people. I had this conversation during Thanksgiving dinner, believe it or not. Like I said to someone, you know, his films have gotten longer, and his his tones have become the same. You look at Interstellar, you look at the Dark Knight, you look at in, in, uh, Interstellar, Dark Knight, Inception, and you look at was it uh, Oppenheimer? They all have a similar tone. I would love to see. I'm just saying this, and I said this before. I say it again. I would love to see Christopher Nolan take on a a, a dark comedy. Like, hey Justin, you think it's time we hit JT with the Nolan ride? No, stop it. <laughs> What's the Nolan line? The All Nolan right, Allie, line. Would you, would you care to yeah, weigh in on? This? I I still pick the Dark Knight though. Out of the two, Allie, care to weigh in? I have to abstain because again. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Put this on your list during your winter break, Miss Allie. Watch. I'm going to be busy preparing for field work, Bill. I'm not going to have time to even look at this. Well, before you start field work, watch The Dark Knight. Bye. I'll be too busy practicing my board exams and studying for that. Watch the trilogy. Okay. When you have a day off, watch The Dark Knight. It'll be a, a nine-hour day. <laughs> How about yeah, that? I'm, All right, next. Let's move on, Bill. I say we can one episode of Super Review Show, uh, Mixed Bag, uh, an episode, uh, Watch Party of the Dark Knight. Oh. That would lead. Okay, we're moving on. It's June 8th, <laughs> I told you these were going to get harder. Oh, my okay. God. These open up, on the same day. What was that? These open on the same day. You're telling yeah. Ghostbusters and Gremlins open up on the same day? I can't believe it. Yep. What is this been? Oh man, go ahead. This has been uh, with Bill. With Bill. Oh, this has been random facts with Bill, ladies wow. and gentlemen. 
So you're telling me June 8th, 1984, in the year of our Lord, 1984, Ghostbusters and Gremlins came out on the same day? Yes, they did. Wow. Wow, this is tough. My God. I think I have a This is going to be too easy, Dale. But look, it gets harder. Why? Would you add in there this time? Back to the Future? Wait, did that come out? No, that came out in 85, right? 85. 85. It was 85. It was. Okay, so we got two classic 80s horror comedies here. Oh, my God. We got Ghostbusters starring Eddie... Why did I say Eddie Murphy? Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, and... Harold Ramis. And we got Gremlins starring Phoebe Cates and Zach Gallagher. Huh. Wow. What? I love both of these movies. I do too. And of course, the star that you know who it is, the star of this movie. Gizmo. Gizmo. Because look at him. He's so cute. Driving his little car. He's so cute. Did you feed him to again, Bill? What was that, Allie? Did you feed him enough sugar? <laughs> Did I have too much sugar? Did you feed that gremlin too much sugar? Hey, it's not midnight yet, so I'm in the clear. So, I'm basing my decision on one factor. Okay. One of these I've act- I actually have seen in theaters, so I have that experience to base it off of. And that being Ghostbusters. I know, we did it together. I know. Yeah, and Justice. you know what? What? The experience in theater was actually a very effective one. Like, um, the atmosphere was legitimately eerie. The comedy legitimately worked. Um, Gremlins, I've seen a few times. Um, And I'll be honest, that's a movie that I'm perfectly satisfied watching on television. Um, so I'm going Ghostbusters. Hmm. Okay. Allie, JT? I gotta go Ghostbusters. I feel like honestly with Gremlins now, it's like you could probably stream that on HBO Max and be okay with it. Ghostbusters, if it ever comes back in theaters, you know you're gonna have a bigger fan base for Ghostbusters than you will for Gremlins. Plus, Ecto Cooler. <laughs> okay. J-Man. Oh man, this is hands down Ghostbusters. Just that's one of the, I remember the first time I saw it actually ever was on a Netflix DVD that's rental. Funny. Remember that, kids? Oh my. I saw I rented in 2000, I think eight, seven, I forget when, something like that. And I, what we watched it at home, and I was like, this movie changed my life forever. I still, to this day, want an Ecto 1 at my house. <laughs> I want that car so bad. <laughs> okay. But yeah, anyways, Ghostbusters. Here's me. my thoughts. Yeah. If I was back in 1984, I probably would go see Ghostbusters first because it has the star power. Yeah. But the trailer for Gremlins would make me, huh? That's interesting. Let me go check that out. But, you know, personally, right now, because 
as much as I like Ghostbusters, you all know Gremlins is one of my favorite movies. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm sorry to be the oddball, guys, but I'm going Gremlins. Have fun. <laughs> all right. I am curious on box office on this one. Okay, what? go look at it. The first I'll one? I'll look it He's up. He's got to go be, hey, JT, he's got to be that guy. That guy. That guy. Talking. That guy. So Ghostbusters 1 in, in theaters, just for a quick fact check, made $295 million at the box office on a budget of $25 million. And wow. Gremlins made, oh, almost a little bit less. On a budget of $11 million, it made $212 million at the worldwide box office. Damn. So they're both about both about the same. Both are genuine hits. Yeah, that's tough. Both so, of them smash. Looks like I lose on three to one. All right. We're ready to move on to the next one. Next yep. one, baby. Let's go. Yep. Okay. No way. <laughs> These two came out on the same day. Are yep, you you're learning a lot me? tonight, aren't you? Interesting. Oh. You guys are learning a lot tonight, aren't you? So, so, so for those of you know, Thanks out of everything. Bill pulled up you full got metal the jacket. Mel Brooks. Oh my God, Bill, you're gonna you drive got me the crazy. Mel Brooks Star Wars parody known as Spaceballs, and and you have the Stanley Kubrick, and you have the Stanley Kubrick War film, Full Metal Jacket. And they both came out on June 26, 1987. Yep. Wow. Oh, was it Mel Brooks or Stanley Kubrick? This is Unfortunately for me. for me, I have not seen Stanley Kubrick, so I have to go with Mel Brooks. I have seen Stanley well, they're, they're both, both great movies. movies. They are both great. Yes, and... they're both great. Um, I think I'm going to kind of use Bill's logic here from the last one in that I would probably go to see Spaceballs first because that's that's the one that I want to be successful and that's the one that's I'm going to see multiple times while Full Metal Jacket, that's going to be the one where I see it. I like it. Probably not going to watch it for a long time again. Um, you think it's a little heavy for you? The second half. The, the, well, parts of the first half too, but mostly the second half. Well, can we just say Arlie Emery has like some of the best lines in that movie? Oh, it, he's fantastic in it. Um, it's I, how tall are you? 5'10! 5'10! I didn't know they stacked that high! Where are you from, soldier? Sorry, Texas. Sorry. Yeah, I'm not going there. Okay. Do not go there. But yeah. anyway. um, But I like both of these movies. But the thing is, I got to see what I'm going to be in the mood for. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, if I'm in the mood to laugh, then I'm going to watch Spaceballs. Especially with our favorite line going, 
What? Going, what's his name, sir? He's an asshole, sir. I know that, but what's his name? That is his name. Asshole. Major Asshole. And his cousin? That's his cousin. Gunnery First Class Philip Asshole. How many assholes do we have on this ship? No! I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. Keep firing, firing, assholes! That's incredible. Um, We passed them! And of course, merchandising! Merchandising! Baseballs won! They got to to flat! We passed them! Stop this thing! We can't stop! It's too dangerous! We have to slow down first. Oh, God. All right. Is it my turn? Yeah, or no? but I, I could keep as going. Much as I do like full metal jacket, I think I would have to pick space balls. All right. All right. All right. Good. Okay. Yeah, I would definitely watch space balls more over full metal jacket, personally. I don't know. I'm a little bit more torn on this than I thought I would be. <laughs> I mean, Spaceballs, let's not forget, guys, Spaceballs was a monumental box office flop at the time. It made, it was a budget of $25 million, and it made $37 million worldwide. That's a disappointment, yeah. That, that is a big financial flop. But because of, like, pop culture and, and retro stuff, like, oh, what's this movie, Spaceballs? And then it just took it, off. It yeah. made It made its money back through syndication. Yeah. So there's that, but um, I don't know. I I'm just gonna say I'm just gonna say this. I have never seen Full Metal Jacket. I kind of want to see it now, though. <laughs> I'm sure. It's Honestly, gruesome. the Arlie Emery bits are probably the only things I take out of that. Okay. Also, Full Metal Jacket made 120 million dollars worldwide on a budget of 16 million. Wow. And for an R-rated film, that's pretty good. So, but if I had to pick, though, I mean, the more entertaining one for me would be Spaceballs. But it's a very interesting combination here. You, you've done good, Murphy. You've done good. Okay. You guys ready for the next one? Sure. sure. Let's go. Okay. It's Thanksgiving weekend. You have two movies that are coming out. You have Marty Scorsese's new film yeah, starring I... Joe Pesci, Robert De Niro, and Sharon Stone. Named Casino, and you got this new animation company called I don't know Pixar or something with their debut Toy Story. Anyone want to take a shot first? Oh my god, I've never heard of Casino until today. That's just my answer. Same here, no offense. Okay, Justin, looks like it's down to you and me. So you yeah. First? My thoughts on Justin? Casino are it's okay, it's good. It's not, it's not my favorite. Well, that's uh, like with me too, because you know I love Marty Scorsese, but to me it's it's not like Goodfellas or Raging Bull or Taxi Driver or so Wolf it's, of Wall it's, Street. It's interesting because I I heard um, Scorsese talk about some of those movies recently on one of those Vanity Fair videos. Um, 
and he talks about how Goodfellas, Casino, Wolf of Wall Street, um, they all follow the same formula of the rise to power and the great fall. Um, and what draw, and what draws him to keep doing those the same stories are the characters. So, do you find the characters in Casino interesting? That is the real question. Um, if you don't, you're probably going to see this more as a, a Goodfellas clone. If you do, well, then you're me, probably going to get more mileage out of it. To me, because you know, I love Goodfellas. One of my favorite movies. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, it's like, I feel like it's just basically Goodfellas 2.0. If I wanted to watch Goodfellas, then I'll go watch Goodfellas. Mm -hmm. You guys get what I'm saying? If I want to go watch Goodfellas, I'll go watch Goodfellas. You guys, exactly. Are you talking to me, though? You talking to me? That's Taxi Driver, but okay. Are you talking to me? Uh, but, so, you know what? What would you pick, though, Justin? And you know what? I'll, I'll, since even though you two haven't seen Casino, we're all going to get in on this. If you saw him, you know what? I'm done with dealing with my relatives this Thanksgiving. It's Friday. I'm going to go see a movie. Which one would I go see? Um. So if I'm, saying, you know, I'm, I'm going in for a heavy drama. With some snarky dialogue. Whereas if I'm going into Toy Story, I'm going to be getting a family-friendly comedy that is surprisingly um, that is uh, surprisingly uh, what's going to call adult at times. Well, because you know what? You guys got to look at this way. Casino by one of the greatest directors of all time, Artie Scorsese. Mm -hmm. And Pixar was just starting out at this time, but it ended up being the juggernaut that it is today. Right. I, so, I'm, I'm trying to, to see how I would react if it was me in 1995 um, as I am now. Um... And what would I want to see? My initial thoughts would be Casino. Okay, and why? Because, as you were stating before, like, this is an animated film from a new animation house that we have no experience with. That Disney's giving a shot. Um, and yeah, the 3D looks cool. But do we 
know if it's going to hold up a whole movie. Mm. Like, it's still pretty novel. Um, yeah, but you know, you got also the star power here, too. You got Tim Allen, Tom Hanks. Before the mouth gets out for Toy Story, then I would see Toy Story. So, like, let's say if you're going to the office, we're like, hey, you know, I took my son, daughter, niece, nephew to go see Toy Story this weekend. It was really good. Hey, even I enjoyed it. You'd be like, hmm, maybe I should go give it a watch. Exactly. But on first impressions, based on, like, trailers and credentials, I would go Casino. Okay. I could see that, you know, as I am now, you know, um, you know, late 20s, no kids, that I would probably want to go see Casino because of Scorsese's track record, and it's Marty Scorsese, if I was back then. But now, but now I would probably say Toy Story. Because, again, you know, if you were in that word of mouth that said, hey, you should really, it's not just for kids. It's actually pretty good. But I liked it, too. You'd be like, okay, I, I'd be the same way with you. I'd be like, okay, let's go give it a watch. Yeah. But um, now, I would probably pick Toy Story. I don't know about you, Justin. Um, I would probably pick Toy Story. I might choose Toy Story. I I might choose Casino because you know I I don't have the same gripes with Casino as you do. I find the characters a little more interesting. Um, you know, maybe I need to watch Casino again. Um, but to me, you know, I I I like Casino, but. When it comes to Scorsese movies, I don't love it like I like, like I love Goodfellas or The Wolf of Wall Street. Right. Like you know, if I never watch Casino again, I'm not going to be crying myself to sleep at night. I'm not going to see Casino anymore. But you know, it's like if if it's not like I'm willing to watch it again and give it another chance. But yeah. But it's not something I'm going to lose sleep over if I never watch it again. But, okay, Ali, JT, you guys haven't seen Casino, but both trailers are out. Which one are you guys going to see? I have not seen the trailer for Casino. Probably. I'm going to see. Hypothetically, okay? Just play along here. Well. First story. Anne's down. Okay. Ali, would you like to contribute here? I already said it. Story, story. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's December 19th, 1997. Oh, God. The new James Bond movie with Pierce Bronson. Don't even ask me this, Bill. You know what I'm going to say. Tomorrow Never Dies versus James Cameron's new three-hour epic Titanic. Which one you going to see? Oh, God. You know what? To show that chivalry is not dead, ladies first. 
I'd rather watch Pierce Bronson as James Bond than have to sit watching three hours of a boat sinking with a stupid love story. Right. And I will keep saying that every time you bring this up. Remember Titanic the musical. We're gonna sink. We're swimming. We're I'd um, rather watch the musical than what was that. that? I would rather watch the musical than that movie. All right. So, Allie, I'm going to take it. It's Tomorrow Never Dies. Anything over Titanic. Okay. JT? See, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Tomorrow Never Dies for one reason. We all know how the Titanic ends. The boat sinks. The boat does sink. The boat does sink. We know the ending of the movie, so why are we going to watch it? Wait, is it still too soon to make that joke? Is it still too soon? Go ahead. Is it still too soon, Justin, to make that joke? Do it, Bill. It's been 111 years. Um... Okay, Justin, which one would you pick? Uh, I'll pick James Bond. <laughs> the name's Bond. James Bond. Mahoney. All right, moving on. <laughs> it's June oh, no. 4th, 1982. Another one. You got Star Trek II, The Wrath of God. And. Poltergeist. Which one you guys gonna pick? I've been way too into this. Damn you, you bastard. For me, it's not that hard. Most because of one thing. I'm not into horror movies. Okay. I thought your wall was kind of coming down on that matter. What? I thought your wall on horror movies was coming down on that matter. Yeah, but I'm still not going to actively go out of my way to see one. Oh, like Smile? Shut up. <laughs> oh, man. Love you. Oh. We all love each other here. We do. Um, can I go? <laughs> you may. So it's June 4th, 1982. And you're telling me that Poltergeist is in theaters and Star Trek 2, The Wrath of Khan is in theaters. Let's be real here, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. Let's be real. The answer here is Star Trek 2, The Wrath of Khan. Because let's face it, the very it's fact Ricardo that you, it's Ricardo Montalban and all that, you see the return of one of the greatest villains, probably the greatest villain in the Star Trek franchise, Khan, return on the big screen in all of his killing glory against Khan. It's incredible. Okay, so you would pick Star Trek Two: The Wrath of Khan. Yes, I, I actually, I when it when it when it, when it got re released in theaters last year, I saw it in theaters. That's how the hundred percent. The suck it, Poltergeist. Are you kidding me? I, I mean, as much I have not seen the Star Trek movies. 
Shame. And I know I probably should add that into my list, but I probably got to go with Poltergeist because, you know, that whole horror theme. Because a lot of, you know, it's weird. I feel like a lot of, like, these horror, weird, creepy movies come out in the summer. Sometimes they do. Yeah. You know what? I think, because, Justin, you said Star Trek, right? Yes. I think I would probably go with Star Trek as well, just because I'm not a big horror movie guy, but I wouldn't totally be opposed to seeing Poltergeist. And by the way, they're here. Oh, yeah. Okay, so since we have that side, before we move on, I want to just give a shout out to our good friend, John Haraska, who is watching. Oh, yes, our dear friend and fan of ours. Thank you for watching. Thanks, What's John. Going on, John. All right, next. Thank you. It's June 23rd, 1989. Okay, I got you a slightly that's really easy, though. You know that's an easy answer. Yeah, come on. I, I thought I'd be nice and calm things down now, a little bit. Most, You're welcome. Most of the families will take their kids to see Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. But for some of the other kids who have boys and teenagers and young adults who like Batman, this is where Batman 1989 comes in. Which I have seen, and it's should I even not- continue? And by God, it's a good movie. Well, like here's the this thing: this world needs an enema. Mm. A little song and dance, Batman's head on the lance. Or like, honey, I shrunk, shrunk my career. Whatever happened to Rick Moranis? <laughs> hey, don't pick on Rick Moranis. Yeah, he's a good guy. He does podcasting. Well, he actually, you know, he actually gave up Hollywood for a while after his wife died to take care of his kids. Oh, sorry. I take, I take back what I said. Sorry, Rick Moranis. We love you. But anyway, but you know what? I think to our generation of what the Dark Knight was to our generation, I think what Batman 89 was to that generation. Absolutely. Because the only adaptation of Batman we had up to that point was was and But this was the first time that Batman was being, you know, that they showed Batman as, you know, darker, more intense. Because before this, it was Adam West. And we love Adam West, but... Not Rust of Soul. Yes. He's no Michael Keaton. And I like Honey, I Shrunk the Kid. It's fine. It's not anything groundbreaking. Yeah, honey, I shrunk the I shrunk all the kids. Except they shrunk the damn kids. Batman. So the answer is for me, Batman. The answer is always Batman. Uh, For the next for the next four rounds, how how many more? How many? How many more? How many? How many more slides you have? It's always Batman. That's the answer. The answer is Batman. (laughs) I think we can all agree this is Batman. So are we ready to move on? Keep calm. Call Batman. Keep coming. Call Batman. <laughs> okay. Here's a little tougher one. Um, Very animated here. Okay. It's November 1989. Don Bluth, who has been kicking Disney's you-know-what recently, has released his new movie, All Dogs Go to Heaven. While Disney, after failing the previous year with Oliver and Company has released The Little Mermaid. See, you just said something interesting. 
Would you care to share it with the class? Yes. So this was still in the period where we didn't know when the next good Disney film was going to come out. And like, that's we were what still, I was going to touch upon, actually. We were still sort of in that dark period after Walt died. Yes, that, that's actually correct. Because And people don't... People forget after Don Bluth left Disney and started and started his own studio, they were kicking Disney's ass for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, and they will, and Bluth released the same movies on the same day as Disney movies. Like, on Amer- he released American Tale on the same day as a, The Great Mouse Detective. He released The Land Before Time on the same day as Oliver and Company. Jeez, he must have really wanted those drapes. And they and were and, and they were kept doing good. And Little Mermaid, regardless how you feel about it, this was the movie that brought Disney back from the dead. A whole new world. Oh, that's Aladdin, sorry. Wrong movie. This was the... Shame. He's in the right now. We'll give him that. At least I didn't go like, hey, guys, uh, you're welcome. <laughs> this is actually but tough. This this was the movie that brought Disney back from the dead. Hmm. Any? Okay. Um. Okay. Who should I pick for? Who should Professor Bill pick first? Miss Allie. Yeah. Would you please share with the class what you think and what you would see? I have seen both of these movies. Okay, and which one would you pick? Pretty depressing. In a way. What's depressing? Number one, I mean, you have a girl... Pretty much a teenager who lost her mother and now is trying to go on a hunt to find to find love and has to give up her voice. And then you have a dog who tries to redeem himself and pretty much takes care of a little orphan girl. So Miss Sally, stand up and tell me. No, stand up and tell me the class what do you want to do with your life oh sorry wrong one um of what you would which one of these would you pick i mean they're both musicals they're both aimed towards kids so i just gotta think for a second Um, probably Little Mermaid because a lot of people would, you know. Okay. Mr. Mahoney! You rang. Which one would you pick? Under the sea. Everything's better where it is wetter. Under the sea. Justin? Mr. Favaro, are you falling asleep during my class again? 
No, no, no. See, uh, my eyes were open the whole time. Uh, okay. So, small confession. Actually, if you saw our Disney bracket, it might not be that big of a surprise. I'm not the biggest Little Mermaid fan. Okay, to each their own. Um, and that combined with what you said earlier about um this being still sort of in Disney's Dark Age and during Don Bluth's Golden Age, I'm going to see all dogs go to heaven. Okay, you make a compelling argument. Would you kind of take, like, the Toy Story route, though? Like... I would. Like, if you heard, like, if you saw All Dogs Go to Heaven, and, you know, I would kind of be there, too, but in the same way, like, if you look at me now, I barely remember All Dogs Go to Heaven. And I may have watched it once or twice when I was young, but I barely remember it. If you're asking me which one's the more memorable, I would have to say Little Mermaid. You know the songs. You know everything. You know the characters. Like King Mad. But there's one thing you do remember from All Dogs Go to Heaven. And what's that? A big little alligator moment. Oh, no. And you know who did the voice of the big lipped alligator? Bill. Ken Page, who also did the voice of Oogie Boogie in The Nightmare Before Christmas. That was a fun uh, fact. Uh, <laughs> Of course, you brought it back to Nightmare Before Christmas. Of course I did, Mr. Favaro. Haven't you read the syllabus? Um, have you read my syllabus? You know this could be 10% off your grade. Um, <laughs> anyway. But, anyway, um, to, well, I can see what Justin's going with. Um, that you know, all dogs go to heaven. Don Bluth is still on the on a roll while Disney is still trying to come out of the hole. But I would personally pick Little Mermaid, and you know, and Justin makes a good argument. But you know, like I said, if looking back at it, Justin agree or disagree? Little Mermaid's more memorable. Yeah. I barely remember all dogs go to heaven. Okay, so we're ready to move on. 364 days later. No, literally, 364 days later. The new classic, Home Alone. Yeah. You don't like Home Alone? Versus the Studio Four sequel, Rocky Five. No, studio forced him to do it. Can I sit home? Uh, my answer's easy. <laughs> All right, Miss Allie, please explain it. It's home alone. Please elaborate to the class. Because home alone is more memorable than Rocky Five is. Good explanation. I don't need to explain anymore. I yield. 
I have seen both trailers for Rocky Five and Home Alone. And I can honestly tell you that Home Alone looked more appealing at the time. Because Rocky Five was coming off Rocky Four. But in the trailers for Rocky Five, they they fully explain that hey, he's you know he's retired, he lost his money, he's gotta go live back in his old apartment. But the, you could just tell it was gonna be a disaster from the trailers. Home Alone's a brand new property and a brand new IP on the on the on the front lines, and that became a classic after that. So there you go. Boom, Justin. What do you okay. got? Okay, Justin. Please explain to the class why you would want up to stay home. Wow, I I, I didn't think you would you would actually let me. <laughs> You think um, I'm gonna let you get off that easy? No, I thought you were gonna say um, you have to choose or something. Um, you know what? First, I'm gonna let you explain, and then I'll make you choose. Depending on how compelling your argument is. No, you know what? Um, Rocky Five trailer sucked. Yep. Um. And you know what? Joe Pesci's in it. I would see Home Alone. There you go. Yeah, but why were you first opting to stay home, Justin? I'm not the biggest Macaulay Culkin fan. Fair enough. But to me, he... Sylvester Stallone even said he didn't want to make Rocky Five, and even though I think Rocky Five is not that bad, um, I would personally pick Home Alone. Okay, next. Okay, November seventh, two thousand three. Yeah, we probably don't even want to be thinking about Christmas yet. Okay. There's this one two for. modern holiday classics. Elf, and you know what? The second one, I want to dedicate this to our dear friend, Dr. Matt Hemsley. This is one, this is his favorite Christmas movie. Love actually. That's for you, Doctor. So, which one you gonna pick? Wasn't John Bon Jovi in Love Actually? Oh, no, was that was New Year's Day. Oh, thank you. It wasn't Eve. New Year's Eve. That's right. Two points off your next test, Justin. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> so this one I am staying home for. And why? One, I don't like Will Ferrell. Okay, <laughs> I can kind of see that. I don't like his overgrown man-child shtick. Do you like Adam Sandler's? No. I will take Will Ferrell over Adam Sandler any day. You know that. I find them both irritating. Okay. So why would you abstain from Love Actually? Because I'm not into rom-coms. Agree with you. Okay, you just saved yourself from getting 10 points off the next exam. 
<laughs> this is not a real accredited university. You don't say. The University of Bill. Sorry, I flunked out. I whipped her off my course. Good night, everybody. God bless. God bless. Good night. God bless. I don't, now I have only two students left in this course. Um. Okay. Allie, which one would you pick? I mean, honestly, they both are cheesy. I hate rom-coms. I agree with Justin. I just said at home, it's 2003. Go to, go to sleep. Because it's like you can see Elf all you want during the holidays. True. Oh god, they they air like names during the Christmas season. I said holidays, Bill. Holidays. You know what that means? What does it mean? Christmas, Hanukkah, December, Festivus. Happy Festivus. It is a Christmas movie, though. Yes, still no. I you know I'm not. I don't celebrate Christmas. So. I know. I'm out. Okay, JT, it's down to you and me. Which one would you pick? Elf, and here's why. Okay. <laughs> it's November 7th, 2003. If I want to go see Elf, to me, I'm not a rom-com guy per se. Unless unless it's like unless it's like crazy stupid love or whatever. That's like something that really gets my attention. Um, or it has an actor and actress I really like in it, like you know what I mean. Um, but Elf to me just looks like just pure fun in the movie theaters. I guess you could say it's just like it looks like pure entertainment. I guess you could say I don't know, but that's just me. And based on those trailers for Elf, you're like, oh, this actually looks pretty funny. And then you go you go see the movie for the first time, not the hundredth time. You actually enjoy it. So that's me though. Plus, also, if you look at if you look at movies like this for a second, every movie that ever gets released is only is only released once, unless they the studio decides to re-release the movie. Well, so both of well, them are getting released oh, for the twentieth anniversary. I forgot this. They both have just celebrated twenty years. I know, which is crazy. So, Elf. But yeah, uh, I would pick Elf okay. though. If you asked me back then, I would say Elf. I'll be honest, I'm not the biggest fan of Elf. I know I probably just pissed off everyone and their mothers by saying that. You probably yeah. didn't actually. Welcome to the dark side, buddy. But I would probably want to give Love Actually a watch. Welcome to the dark side. We have cookies. Yes, okay, we are we ready for the last one? Last one, oh, buddy. The last one, Bill? And this... What was that? Okay, the last one, really? I thought you had like 100 more. I could make up a hundred more if you want. No, the show. We'll be here all night. Okay, the last one, and this is the most recent one. It's July twenty first of this year. You know, I wasn't gonna let you get away with this without this. I have not seen either of these. First off, I I should. I need to. How dare you? Though the first one, I probably would see. I gotta go with the Nolan Oppenheimer. I've heard. So many raving reviews about it, even though it was a three-hour movie. It I heard a lot of positive things, and it's like that got me intrigued. And I know that's probably going to be Golden Globe nominated, Oscar nominated. 
everything nominated. It's Nolan going for his Oscar, whether you like it or not. Yeah. It, it is. As much as the Barbie movie sounds fun and cheesy, I mean, I do love Honestly, I don't feel like a Barbie. I am a 10. Is anywhere else, I am a 10. I'm a 10. I just, I don't know. Like, Barbie sounds like it's fun. It does talk about existential crisis, which I feel like I'm always going for one. But I want something to get away from that. Okay, I yield. All right, Justin, since you partaked in Barbie, so my girlfriend and I both did the Barbieheimer. And I was not a fan of Barbie. We are fine. Um, she wasn't either, actually, believe it or not. Um, really? Why weren't you guys a big fan of it? Just curious. She found it um, very cheesy at times. And it was very. Very cheesy at times. Like America Ferrero's in the movie, and she she basically has to. She's basically acting like she's a character on Barney. But Justin, the one thing we should never forget is the Barbie Wait, say that again. The one thing we should never forget, Justin, are the weird Barbies. Yes, the weird Barbies we should never forget. Hashtag never forget Barbie. So I'm guessing, Justin, you would say Oppenheimer? Oh, hands down. JT? Well, it's July 21st, 2023. I I actually will never forget this day because I actually saw I saw Oppenheimer on, on opening day, so check to put plug for out of the theater reaction to Oppenheimer, uh and Barbie as well. But it's funny actually. I have a funny story to tell about this really quick. I saw Barbie a couple days after Oppenheimer, not on the same day. I just saw Oppenheimer first, then I saw Barbie later. But it's funny. I gave them both the same rating. I get if you go watch our out of theater reaction to this, I gave Barbie a 7.75 out of 10, and I gave Oppenheimer a 7.75 out of 10. Why did I do such a thing? Because I am not afraid to admit this. I said this from the beginning when we talked about the Dark Knight. I fell asleep during Oppenheimer, ladies and gentlemen. I fell asleep for about 45 minutes. It was just, it was, it started to drag. I'm sorry to all the, the hardcore Nolan has like, well, how could you? You did well, the same thing with Napoleon. I, I did. <laughs> and I'll, I'll give him a pass for Napoleon. Napoleon uh, uh, but I, I woke up for the bomb. I know. He was dreaming about his pillow. <laughs> I was dreaming about my pillow. Oh, I, I love my pillow and my Snuggie, of course. Oh, How can no, I forget no, that, no, too? No. We don't talk about my pillow on this channel. <laughs> no, 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 not my pillow. JT's pillow. No, no, it's, it's my pillow. And uh, we're going to talk about Snuggies as well after the show. Don't worry. Oh, boy. Okay. So, <laughs> but yeah. But I, 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 it, if it's July 21st, 
2023, I would go see Oppenheimer first because then I could lighten the mood with Barbie afterwards. That's simple reason right there. Like it's just, it's just a serious topic, and then it's like, hey, everyone is everything's pink. <laughs> yeah, well, but, but JT, that means you're ending your day with a gynecology appointment. Oh, well, my, don't, don't worry, Justin. I think me and my pillow are going to be doing just fine. So, JT, does that mean you consider yourself a cat or an Allen? Uh, I, I am definitely not. I am more of a Ken. Hey, hey, Barbie, let's go. Okay. Um, may I state my opinion now? Yes, Bill, go ahead. And, like, here's the thing. I did not see Barbie, so oh. I can't speak to the matter. How dare you? Um, but... Ken? To me, you know, when you said that you would see Oppenheimer first and Barbie, it kind of reminds me of what um Justin, um, your girlfriend, because I ended up seeing Oppenheimer with you guys. Yeah. What was that, Justin? I said yes. Okay. But here's the thing. I remember I actually asked you guys, you did Barbie first and Oppenheimer. Would do you think that was the right order? And Cap. Catherine, Justin's girlfriend, shout out to Catherine. She said, yes, because you're starting with the lighter fare first. Mm -hmm. And then it's like Barbie is the appetizer and Oppenheimer is the main course. Yeah. Or you could go like Oppenheimer is the main course and Barbie's the, the dessert. Barbie could be the dessert. I mean... If anything, Barbie was a lot of cotton candy. Oh, yes. So I can't criticize it or praise it because I didn't see it. So It was so great, Bill. Grown men saw Barbie. The best way to compare it to is cotton candy and make that as you will. Cotton candy? Well, it's a good thing Margot Robbie's people bouncing love back after like some people on. hate it. Well, a lot of people hate cotton candy. I mean, it's sticky. It's it gets everywhere. I had cotton candy for my birthday, Gosh, guys. Come on. So I guess we're done with this with this Barbenheimer movie cinema feature. So yes. I, I would I would personally pick Oppenheimer, but I'd be willing to give Barbie a view. Barbie directed by Christopher Nolan. Ten, we have to. Ten, Barbie, let us go party. What? Because guess what? Barbie would be hit by Justin. Nolan Ray. The Nolan Ray. Barbie's gonna be hit by the Nolan Ray. Anything that's important can always be more important. Literally. Uh, is that the last one, Bill? Guess what? That's the last one! I hope you all enjoyed this. Uh, so, yay! Question to the group. What will be the next Barbenheimer? Hmm. Great question. Well, I, I didn't put this there, but you guys saw that there was what when the, there was like the Paw Patrol movie and so Oh, they call something that we call Saw Patrol. Saw Patrol. What Patrol? Saw Patrol. Isn't it like Aquaman and like the color purple coming out the same time? Never know. We gotta like find out. 
Let's do aqua purple. Aqua purple. Oh, color aqua. Purple aqua. Hmm. Wait, no. Color purple comes out on Christmas Day. And Aquaman comes out December 22nd. So that doesn't count. Oh, Sorry. okay. Sorry, guys. Okay. Wow. So hope you enjoyed that. Thank you, Bill, for coming up with this topic. Hey, no problem. When you first said it to me, I'm like, what are you talking about? And you're like, oh, no, we got it. We got it. So, And then when I explained it to you, you're like, okay, that's what he means. The moment the first slide popped up, I was like, ah, oh, this is what this is. It's all good. In the hood. Don't worry. Y'all passed. We all passed. Barbenheimer was the winner. Yeah. Right? So, but listen, we want to thank you all for watching, listening. However, you enjoyed us tonight. Sound off in our DM us at uh, on Instagram, simply at the Super Review Show. Uh, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, hit the bell for notifications. Smash that subscribe button for all of us here. Uh, we love doing this for you, and we, we enjoy doing it every Wednesday night, of course. Uh, don't forget to follow us on our podcast format as well, on, on Spotify podcast as well. And uh, Bill, you have something going on. I don't know sports what Sports Insanity podcast on the Sports Insanity Network. Check us out. We're on all platforms. That's them, all right. Yeah. It's, it's been a good couple of days, gents and ladies. Um, but yeah, I want to thank this, the panel as always for me for helping me out. As always, Bill, Ali, Justin, you guys are incredible. I could not do this without your help. I appreciate you all deeply. No problem. We're always happy to do it. Awesome. Thank you. And thanks again for watching, listening, guys. So, 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 for, so send off. Let us know what you guys think about there in the comment section below as well. And uh, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe as well. But for all of us at the Super Review Show, guys. Wait a minute. Day. There's one more thing I got to talk about. What is it? Guess who's deciding to record every day leading up to Christmas on the Super Review Show? You. I am. Two days away. And thank you to my little sister for getting me an advent calendar. It is Reese's. I'm going to be opening it up and I'm going to be sharing with you guys also 24 interesting facts throughout each day, once a day, on certain holiday movies. You never knew. So stay mm. tuned. The first one should be up Friday evening. Yes. When I come back from work. Absolutely. And Allie's going to take care of that for us uh, on the on our on our, that side of our uh, social media platforms as well. I'll give you the login and stuff like that too. But um, but yeah, thanks so much for watching, guys. Stay so, so for all of us here at the Super Show. Stay safe. Take take care. care. And be awesome. awesome.